Hi there, and welcome to episode five of the Lost Outback podcast. Hello, my name's John, and I'm Kevin, and we are two non-Australians living in Australia, and we're here to tell you about it. Yes, we're we're、um, on the inside, and we're going to give you all the goss and information you need to know about Australia, and some stuff that you probably don't need to know, but you should know anyway. So, Kevin,、um, let's start this episode. Great. So, John. Yes, Kevin.、Um, this past week we had Anzac Day in Australia. Yes. Oh, yes. We had the holiday. It was fantastic. Yeah, Anzac Day, as I'm sure you know, is celebrated on April 25th every year. Yes. Yes. Yep. And、uh, this this year it was a Tuesday. But、uh, I have to admit that I didn't know a whole lot about Anzac Day until recently. But now I'm an Anzac Day expert, so I'm here to tell you all about it. Okay. So you've you've been doing a bit of research. Yeah. I took my Anzac Day this year and I put it to good use and I learned about Anzac Day. Okay, well, look,、um, that sounds like a good excuse for an episode. <laughs>、um, all right, well, look,、um, I, I suppose I'll ask you a few questions then.、Um, okay, what, Anzac, right? What, what's the whole concept of Anzac? Okay, Anzac, which is spelled A-N-Z-A-C,、uh, is short for the Australia and New Zealand Army Corps. Okay, all right. So it's a group of soldiers from Australia and New Zealand, and、uh, they fought in World War One. Okay, so it's like Soldiers' Day or something, is it? Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a, it's a. I have to say that before I researched this Anzac Day, all it really meant to me, I knew it was something to do with a war. But other than that, it was just that annoying public holiday that came around just as you were,、uh, you know, getting back in gear after Easter. You thought you were just almost on top of the work that you you you'd ignored for Easter, and here comes Anzac Day. You got another day off. All right,、um, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say that the、um, opinions that Kevin expresses in this show may not necessarily be my opinions. I think、uh, more public to holidays the better. Well, I, okay. I have no trouble with them interfering in any way whatsoever with my work. Okay,、um, so you actually you had troubles taking a day off work. Well, yeah, this year I did.、Right. I was just particularly busy, but、uh, yeah, to. to Put my guilty conscience at rest. I, I did some research. Okay, so the、right. Anzacs—they、uh, fought in World War One, and、uh, Anzac Day is a is a public holiday that um, commemorates um, the deaths of a great number of soldiers who died、um, in World War One. Where were they fighting? They were fighting in Turkey. In fact, they were they were invading Turkey. They were landing on a, on a beach in Turkey. So,、uh, sorry. I'm getting a bit confused now. I thought like World War One、uh, was predominantly fought, kind of like in France, you know, like in Western、um, Europe. So, well, they don't call it a World War for nothing, right? Okay, okay. So it was World War One, yes, and and Australia was fighting Turkey, yes, and New Zealand. Sorry, Australia and New Zealand were fighting Turkey. Well, Australia, New Zealand, and a whole bunch of other people, but mainly the Australians and New Zealands, or at least、uh, they're the ones who are. Uh, who, who, who have become known for for this、uh, event? So what happens is, they were going to land on a nice、uh, a nice calm beach with a a nice、uh, a, a very gentle slope that they could run up and and defeat the Turkish defenders and 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 win the day. But、uh, because of a navigational error, they landed on a beach that was.、Uh, A mi- just a mile north of where they were supposed to land, but instead of a, a gentle sloping beach, they had basically cliff faces in front of them as they landed. And they got off the boat and they looked up and basically went, "Oh crap!" And they dug in, and、uh, they did their best. But、uh, at the end of the day, the Turkish defenders were basically shooting them from the tops of the cliffs. And、uh, 
Yeah, the, the, lots and lots of people died. In fact, uh, 10,000 dead among the Anzacs. Jesus, I, I had no idea it was really that big. That's... Well, yeah, it's huge. And uh, yeah, this, this really surprised me. Like I said, I didn't know a lot about Anzac Day and the kind of uh, celebrations you see around it in, in Australia these days could uh, lead someone like you or me to draw the wrong uh, conclusions. I actually thought it was a celebration of a great victory. Uh, or at least of the heroism of the people who had gone to war in World War One. But see, no. See, Kevin, this is kind of you know, you know what I'm getting at with kind of Dinkamozzi stories. You yes. know what I mean? You know, Dinkamozzi history. Well, this this really isn't a Dinkamozzi. Well, no, history. no, it's not a Dinkamozzi history. But the thing is that a lot of kind of Australian history is about kind of uh, it's not necessarily about great you know victories and, and winning. Well, you know, yeah, it's you know they will celebrate you know. Uh, you know the minor hero, the the underdog, mm. the you know the the loss is as much of a learning lesson, you know, as the the victory. Yeah, and Australia is a has has been sending its soldiers overseas to fight in wars for a long time, and it fought in World War One, which was uh, very shortly after Australia was first founded. In fact, uh, Australia's federation um, really was only in 1901. And then Anzac Day was on April 25th, 1915. So, so, you know, 14 years after the country was created, they were off fighting uh, in, a, in a great world war. And they fought in World War II as well. And they fought in Vietnam. And very controversially, just like most other... Uh, yeah, and they also fought in um, Korea as well. Ah, yes, yeah. of course. So um, this is a... Um, and yet there are no public holidays celebrating great Aussie victories. And I'm sure that's not because there aren't any. There, there, there just isn't. Like, there's, there's sporting victories. Yes. But there aren't really any kind of military victories. Are you saying that uh, Australia's never had a great military victory? Well, there was one which was... I think this was in World War One. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was in World War One Because okay. World War Two, they were using um, tanks and stuff by that stage. In World War One, there was the... Um, oh, the, the Charge of the Light Brigade. Or the Light Horsemen. Yes, yes. The Charge of the Light Horsemen. And they were essentially horseback wow back uh, when we had cavalry yeah and uh, apparently it was the last were they australian horses yeah how did they get the australian they, horses they shipped over them, they shipped them over there yeah apparently it was the last great victory in history <laughs> okay of of horsemen wow because the the tanks and the the planes we should have saved this for a great uh, a, a history yeah well yeah, like, well, not much to say. Basically, oh, yeah. they, they marched through the desert for, like, uh, I think about a week or something On like that. On a horse with no name. <laughs> to, to, I'm sure some of the horses had names, and they were, <laughs> were quite appreciated. And there were very great songs written about them. It's just that they've been lost in okay. the ether of time. But anyway, yeah. Um, Getting so- back to Anzac Day. John, what, do you, what sort of things do you associate with Anzac Day? Um, uh, public holidays. Um, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. You... you you used to see like a lot of old men marching. And yeah, well, in fact, uh, uh, on Anzac Day, the tradition has become, and this wasn't from the beginning, but the tradition, tradition has be, uh, become that you have a dawn service. So you wake up really early in the morning and you go to uh, your your state capital and you uh, celebrate the dawn service. And, uh, and even actually, um, I'll, I'll go further than that, Kevin. You, you may not even, let's say, go to your state capital. You might even just, if you're in a regional area, you might go to the... The town, the yeah, regional. the RSL, the Retired Servicemen's League. Yeah, so like, which is a, basically a bar for people who fought in wars. Yeah, um, so, um, but yeah, so quite often the town center in the country will, yes. will, will have the ceremony. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yes, the uh, the the dawn services and the and the the parades, the marches that happen are all on TV every year during Anzac Day, and yeah, it's a very solemn affair. In fact, 
if you're really hardcore and you're really patriotic, these days you, you go to Gallipoli. Yes, yes. There's, there's been quite a bit of this recently. Uh, people, I think for years, um, essentially, um, people ignored, um, I think it was just this whole kind of 1970s anti-war kind of feeling. Yeah, exactly. They, they thought, oh, this is a celebration of war. We can't endorse this. And so Anzac Day was kind of a... a, a I don't want to say abolished, but certainly protested for some It, it wasn't popular. Yeah. And it's what's happened in the last 10 years in particular. And I think it's um, uh, with the last of the diggers. Now, that's a term that we'll, I will get back to in a second. But with the, with the last of the diggers dying, um, they've become almost, uh, you know, there's been a lot of TV specials done on, you know, the, the, the last handful of the, these diggers. And a digger is essentially the name for um, an Australian soldier and, and the term was first coined um, in Gallipoli. It might be older, but essentially when you say digger, generally you mean a, a, a soldier that fought in Gallipoli. Okay. And when the last of them um, were dying and there was only a handful of them left, you got a lot of TV specials and I think that has been yeah. part of uh, reviving the tradition. Absolutely. The, for the record, the, the last... Uh, veteran of Gallipoli from any country was uh, an Australian and he was named Alec Campbell and he died in Tasmania in 2002 not long ago so it's it's quite incredible when you yeah. think about it because you, you what date was it again it was 1915 was it yes absolutely 1915 so you, you're talking about if he died in 2004 2002 2002 pay attention John <laughs> he, he, <laughs> it's he, only Anzac Day <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> he must have been about 100 years old. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, mm. <sighs> well, it's, it's, it's nice, though, that it still keeps getting celebrated, even though they're all gone. Yeah, so, so essentially, it's, it's, a, it's Australia's big day, yeah. right? You, like, there's another day, um, which is Australia Day, oddly enough, um, but that's quite a, a controversial holiday because, effectively, it's the celebration of when... Uh, the first colony was set up in Australia. So, as Kevin said, Australia itself is only about 100 years old, all right? But uh, 100 years before that, there were colonies set up. So there was New South Wales and there was uh, Van Diemen's Land and, and various other places around Australia had colonies. But in 1901, um, you had what was called Federation, where um, a bit um, uh, similar to the United States, all of these uh, s- uh, states um, ca- or colonies came together, became states, and handed power over to a federal authority. So that, that, that was federation. And Australia had that in uh, 1901. And that, 1901. And that's effectively when Australia became Australia. Mm. Yeah, but uh, Anzac Day really is considered the, the uh, national holiday of Australia. Yeah, yeah, getting back to what I was saying, yeah, Australia Day is kind of, yeah, it is the holiday, but really kind of I think Anzac Day is the, the one that kind of invokes more kind of nationalism and pride. Mm. So it's a solemn day for um, thinking about the people who've died in wars who maybe shouldn't have, whether due to navigational error or just the fact that uh, the war was not a very smart thing to get involved in in the first place. But uh, it's not all, not all uh, you know, solemn sadness. There, there are happy things about uh, Anzac Day. For example, the, the Anzac Biscuit. Yes, yes. Um, Which I, I'm no expert on the Anzac biscuit, I have to admit. Uh, I didn't get any this year. Um, I think the ones we bought last year went stale in the cupboard. I really don't know if that's I, something that you admit to. Uh, no, no. I, well, the thing is, I don't think Anzac biscuits, they're the sort of biscuits that don't go stale. You know, they, 
They, they, they just turn soft, in they, fact. Yeah, they, they kind of last forever. And um, the Anzac biscuit is this... Is it a bit like an oatmeal cookie? Because yeah, that's what I, I think, think of it I think as. that's probably the best yeah. way to describe it. It's essentially um, a flat, no-frills biscuit that your grandmother might have made. It's really you know? sweet. Yeah. It's and sweeter than your average oatmeal cookie. Probably not as healthy. Yeah. Oh, well, as if oatmeal cookies would be healthy <laughs> as well. But anyway, yeah, it was, I think, uh, where the tradition comes from, I think the soldiers... Um, were sent these biscuits over. Now, I'm not sure I believe this. I really have to look this up, but um, I just not cannot understand soldiers being sent Anzac biscuits. If they last forever through thick and thin, okay, you know, if you have to have a biz- biscuit in time of war, it's probably a good one to have. But I, I half suspect it's just someone tried to cash in on the whole thing. You know, they saw... These, these, this Anzac thing becoming big in the social conscience, uh, so, so, social consciousness of Australia and uh, decide, oh, I'm going to make a biscuit and call it an Anzac biscuit and everyone's going to buy it. Well, one thing I will what say... What do you think? No, actually, I'll just, uh, one thing I will say is um, uh, this year, the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, uh, which is currently um, still on, yeah. uh, there was a show in it and um, it had the title Anzac in it and uh, I, I can't remember the the, the 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 exact title of the show but it did have the word Anzac in it and um, the actual comedian who was running the show got into big trouble with um, the government over it and this guy you know like he's you know 20 something and I don't think he was he was actually trying to uh, be too political, but his show had the word it's Anzac. It's dangerous doing comedy Anzac about there. Anzac Day. Yeah. Take uh, it from me. But the point, uh, the, the thing is there's special rules and laws yeah. that prohibit you using the word Anzac. Uh-oh. So, for example, with Anzac Biscuit, um, I think the the only reason why, you know, that they can, can make them is yeah. that, that there is some tradition associated with There's a, there's with a it. historical... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All oh, right, okay. So you can't make, you know, Anzac badges and Anzac t-shirts and stuff like that. It's it's highly kind of protected, this, this image. How do you think they'll feel about an Anzac podcast? Um, yes, mm, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll just keep it quiet to ourselves, <laughs> you know? All right. The other big thing that happens on Anzac Day is two-up. Ah, yes, two-up. And uh, two-up is a, a simple gambling game that... Uh, has been around for ages, but it's especially iconic. Apparently, the Anzacs played it while they were out at war, and um, it's a it's a great game for playing when you're in a war zone. So next time you're in a war zone, take note, um, because it's so simple. You really very, need very few materials. All you need is two coins, preferably uh, pre-metric pennies from uh, back back in the days. Uh, but these days, we're going to use two $2 coins. Okay, so uh, Kevin has got two coins in his hand. That's yep. right. Uh, I chose the $2 coins because they're small. They're probably about a similar size to a penny, maybe a little thicker, and they're brown, which I okay. don't know if the Australian pennies were brown, but Canadian pennies are definitely brown. Yeah, yeah, they're, 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 they were brown, but, okay. but, they, um, but these ones are kind of almost gold, but yeah, hey, you know. If you want to get technical. We, we've got quality. And um, the other thing you need... Um, is a, a piece of wood, and it's about the size of a paint stirrer, if that makes any sense to you. Or a, a ruler. Yeah, a ruler will do. And if you're really hardcore, you'll you'll carve uh, two coin-shaped indentations in it so the coins can sit right in there. But uh, for lack of um, a ruler, I think we will be using John's stapler to play two up here today. And... Uh, Boys and girls at home, you can play along with two up because two up is a big crowd game. So what's the what's 
okay, let, let, let's let's get into rules here. What okay. are we doing? Well, the the basic premise of two up is that you you put the two coins on the back of your ruler or stapler, as the case may be, and you flip them up in the air. So you just flip your your ruler upwards, and the two coins go flying up. And for it to be a valid throw, the coins have to go above your head, and then they land. Okay. And you either get evens or odds. So you either get the two coins with the same side facing up, so you get two heads or two tails, or you get odds where you get a head and a tail. Okay, so it's like kind of flipping a coin, right. but rather than flipping one coin, you're, you're flipping, flipping two. two. Yeah, exactly. And the whole thing of putting it on a stick, I don't know why they do that. I, I think they do it because it, it to keep it visible. Okay, yeah, uh, to, it's all fair. So essentially, you have a a person who is obviously deemed with the job of flipping the coin. Yes, but they have to have the stick so you can see. Look, here are the two coins on the stick. Mm. You can see that I'm not kind of right. So the person who's doing the flipping is called the spinner. Right. In okay. theory, because the, the 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 coins should be spinning in the air, and uh, there's a there's a. Uh, judge, a referee, if you will, called the boxer. And uh, I think he's called that because if you uh, don't play properly or if you try to cheat, he'll box you in the face. There's, there's also another expression, by the way, I'll just throw in. Yeah. A, um, an old school Australian expression, which is come in spinner. Come in spinner. And that's what you have to yell when the guy's flipping the coin. Oh, come in spinner. Come in spinner. All right. I didn't know that. But uh, so here's what happens. You get this big circle of people, anyone who wants to play uh, two up can, uh, can, can join in. They stand on the edge of the circle and they place their bets with the boxer. And so each of these people in the circle take turns being the spinner. Now, if you're along the side of the circle, which uh, boys and girls at home, you will be, we're going to say that you're standing around our virtual circle, our two up circle. You got to bet on whether it's going to be heads or tails. Okay. So if, I, if you bet heads and the two coins come up heads, then you win. If you bet tails and the two coins come up tails, you, don't you also win. win. Oh, you also win? Yes. Oh. You, you, only, you, only, you only win if you're wrong. So if you bet heads and it comes up Oh, heads. right. Yes, sorry. I was paying no attention. Okay. Yep. Pay attention, John. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the other thing that can happen is you get an odds. So you get a head and a tail. Okay. And what happens then? Well, then nothing happens. Okay. And the spinner spins again. Oh, okay. So it kind of almost like prolongs it a bit and everyone goes, ooh. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Well, I reckon we should maybe play. We're not quite finished yet. Oh, no. Okay. This is a much more complicated game than you might be led oh, to believe. God, my head hurts. If yeah. you get the, the odds, the head and the tail, and nothing happens, you spin again. Yes. If that happens five times in a row, yeah. the spinner loses his turn. He's no longer spinner. It goes oh. to the next person. So you keep you keep being spinner until you get five odds in a row. And do you, and you don't get like any kind of kickbacks as a spinner, do you? Like any? In fact, you do, John. Oh, really? Wow. What? In fact, you do. When you step up to become spinner, you place your own bet. You either say heads or you say tails. And if, as spinner, you can say you you bet heads. If as spinner you can roll heads three times before it comes up tails at all. You win a whole lot more. In fact, you win 7.5 times your original bet. My God. So you can step up and say, I've got 10 bucks. says I can throw heads three times before a tails comes up. And if you, you're right, you, you get $75. Wow. Which is pretty good. Okay. Uh, but of course, if you spin the, 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 the odds five times in a row, you're out. 
Okay. So All that's right. two up. We're going to start with uh, with John as the spinner. Okay. Wow. So, John, you've got the stapler with the two coins. Everyone at home, place your bets. Uh, you, you either got to pick heads or tails. And I, I'm uh, although I'm technically boxer, I'm going to uh, place a bet myself as well. I'm going to bet heads for this one. So, John, uh, what's your bet as spinner? Um, tails. Tails. Okay. Now, I, I should mention that we're not playing with any money here except for the coins that we're flipping. And that is because playing... Two up in Australia is illegal. Uh, at least playing it for money, it's um, considered public gambling, and that's illegal. Well, yeah, you, but there are casinos that you can do it in. Yes, that. exactly. Casinos get licenses and so on. But but you can't do it. Like you can't play it in public. You can't play it on a podcast if you're playing for money, except on Anzac Day. Oh. Anzac Day is the big exception where you can play two right. up in public with for money. Really? Yeah, exactly. So like on like next year the twenty fifth, we can exactly. do it in the street. Yeah, and if we had been on. On uh, on the ball, you know, we could have done this podcast on Anzac Day and actually played two up for money live. Okay, let, let, let's flip the coin. Okay, okay. let's flip so the I, coin. I got to throw it above my head. Yeah, yeah. what's your bet? Um, was tails was okay, it? and I'm betting heads. Okay, come in, spinner. Yes. Now John has made a rookie mistake of throwing the coins on himself, but they did eventually reach the floor. And let's see what we've got. Oh, the excitement's we've killing got. Me. Odds. We've got a head and a tail. So what happens? You spin again. Oh, wow. Whoa. Come in, spinner. Now we've got two tails. So I win money. Yeah, I lose my bet. You don't win anything yet. You're still spinning. But you're one step towards your $75 for your $10. So So, so I've just lost. Boys and girls at home, if you bet uh, tails, you just won money. Congratulations. Put a point in uh, in for you. Okay, let's let's spin again. Come in, spinner. Well, it's exciting, isn't it, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, it's 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 odds again. Try again, John. Come in, spinner. What's happened, Kevin? We've got two heads. I win this time. Oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I lost before, so it comes up basically even. So, so we could just play this. We could play this all day, and I encourage you to do that at home. Um, uh, but that's that's two up. That's the game of two up. Now, what do you think, John? Is it a winner? I I, I just don't know why this game hasn't spread around the world. Like you <laughs> I know. have, I, I I think I know why. Why? It's really boring. Yeah. <laughs> but but look, I think that kind of shows you you know what war does to you well i guess you know like if you're in a trench you know fighting the turks and you're saying why the hell are we fighting the turks you might as well lose all your money while you're there yeah you know but you're saying to yourself why are we fighting the turks and then you go oh yes that's right england's at war with germany so we fight the turks yes of course um you know yes what do you what do you do you're bored you've been shot at you 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 play two up that's Mm. what you do yeah, and I, I can only imagine it'd be a bit more exciting with a big uh, bunch of rowdy people and people getting boxed in the face whenever they cheat. But, uh, you know, it really just comes down to flipping two coins in the air. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, I, I, I think uh, you, you've learned something from that, and, and, and that's fantastic. I don't understand what happened, John. I thought that would be really exciting. Yeah, I don't know. but I, I, <laughs> Thanks for joining us for our game of two up, boys and girls. Hey, Kevin, I know. Why don't we do cockfighting next week? You could get two cocks and we could put razor blades on their ankles. Is that Australian? No, but it'd be really violent. And imagine the noises. I think we'll have to start up a new podcast for that, John. What, what kind of extreme 
truck fighting. Yeah, I'm not sure what day of the year that's legal on either. I don't know, but you know. Anyway, <laughs> um, all right. Well, look, um, Kevin, do, do we sh- should we tell people anything else about Anzac Day? Well, yeah, watch for it on uh, April 25th next year and um, get your coins ready. Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us t- today. Um, uh, for, uh, for as we celebrate Anzac Day, uh, it's a very important part of Australian history and uh, what it is to be Australian. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been a little bit kind of serious on it because we can't really have too much fun with this topic. But it is important mm. uh, that you know about it. And now you know a little bit about it. So, Kevin. Yeah. Tune in next week, boys and girls, where yours truly will be tasting Vegemite for the first time. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah. John, John, John's told me some horror stories. Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Have a, a, a great week, and um, yes, behave yourselves. <laughs>